Hi, hello, and welcome back to the Life of the Fans podcast. I'm your host, Gavin, with my buddy Sloan. It's a pleasure to be back here, Gavin. You know, the fans of the fans, we have a new guest for you today. So let's give a warm welcome to Justin Siegel. Thank you, guys. Happy to be here. Now let's hand it off to Gavin. Yeah, you know, just we're all trying to stay safe during quarantine. And, you know, the Life of the Fans podcast, we hope to provide you joy during those times. Uh, we're all just staying busy. I actually started Tiger King the other day. I, I just watched episode three, and it got intense. I know uh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone if you want to watch and just ruin everything. But, uh, yeah, watch it. And we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, yeah, okay. So, should we get some headlines? Go for it. All right. So, uh, NFC South uniform battles. The Buccaneers and Falcons both dropped new uniforms so what do you guys think of those those were the bucks were cool but i feel like the bucks change their uniforms like every year and it's just like a marketing thing at this point but i i didn't think they they were not the best they were not the worst and the falcons were also meh. i i thought the bucks was an improvement no nah, i don't think that's saying much considering how gross their previous uniforms were but it was definitely an improvement uh i like the white ones the white ones are pretty clean and, I really like the white ones myself. Yeah, the Falcons uniforms, those were kind of, I don't know, I like their old uniforms better. I don't, I'm not big on these, the whole ATL across the chest, I don't think it looks right. I don't know, just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, A friend of ours actually said it reminded him of an XFL jersey, but I don't know, I, I like the Atlanta ones. I thought they were pretty clean. Um, I like that they're bringing back, you know, kind of like the old black ones, kind of, as an alternate jersey. Yeah, their owners yeah. said that, like, black's been part of their history, so I guess felt they need to bring it back. Bring I actually back like those. 17 pieces. years. <laughs> um, oh, also. And the Buccaneers had a pirate ship on their jersey, right? Yeah, oh, I was real I was big on that. I did like the pirate ship. I was real big on the pirate ship. Mm-hmm. That was a good it's addition. It's the small things, yes. Um, Some other headlines. Should we talk about WrestleMania? Yeah, WrestleMania was uh, this past weekend, and you know, I, my expectations weren't overly high for that, but um, just just because there were no fans in attendance, but I will say, they did, they exceeded all my expectations. It, they had like a little cinema feel with the uh, the Undertaker-AJ Styles match, you know, it was, it, it was a graveyard match, I believe, a boneyard match was what it was called, and it took place in, well, well a boneyard. And Undertaker did his Undertaker magic, you know, only things that the Undertaker could do. It was really entertaining. And the following night, the uh, the Fiend and John Cena did did a similar thing, and that, that was awesome. Like, you had Cena kind of go through all, like, his career where he comes out in, like, the, the ruthless aggression trunks, you know. And, um, you know, he goes to, like, the NWO thing where he's, like, he's like Hogan and Bischoff, uh the fiend is supposed to resemble Bischoff. I, I don't know. It was it was really entertaining. If, if you ha- if you haven't watched it yet, I, I I recommend going back and watching that match. That was that was worth it. Like hundred star match, really it blew my mind. They so credit to WWE, and uh, also Edge was back too. I, I know I'm rambling on a bit, but just oh, Edge is my favorite, probably my favorite wrestler of all time, hands down. Oh, I love Edge. Good to see him back. Glad he's back and doing well. 
So uh, WWE kind of like, you know, it always has like that exciting type feel, but a lot of that for me comes from like the fans. So what was it like without the fans in attendance? Did they do anything to compensate for that? Well, yeah, they had uh, they had the announcers there, you know, so they, they had to do what they could to sort of fill in the gaps. But what was cool was you sort of heard the the bantering back and forth between the wrestlers. So, like, in between moves, they'd just, like, shout stuff at each other, like, you suck, you know, like, something like that. So, like, yeah, it was different, and it's certainly better with the fans in attendance, but WWE did what they could considering the circumstances, and they put on a hell of a show right when we needed one. Also... If I'm not mistaken, I'm not a huge WWE guy, but Gronk was in WrestleMania, am I right? Correct. And he's now a WWE champion, I hear, huh? Yeah, he won the the 24-7 championship, took it off of Mojo Rawley. So, big things for Gronk, I guess. Doing it off, yeah. Kudos to him, right, you know? Yeah, football player, WWE star, he does it all. Oh, yeah. But uh, now that we're talking about like the sort of combat sports, UFC, uh, they're, they're working on uh, still airing UFC 249. I love the UFC. I think it doesn't get enough credit. But uh, you want to give us some details on that? Yeah, so the UFC like bought an island. And they bought an island? Yeah. It's, it's kind of nuts. Yeah. And Dana White, uh, Dana White, I'm not sorry if I pronounced Dana, that. Dana, Dana. Dana White, he doesn't know if he's going to put fights on or who's going to fight there, but the fact that they're actually going to keep fighting and, like, go through more contact, even with all this going on, is kind of bizarre and possibly unsafe, in my opinion. Unsafe, maybe, but I'm all for it, and in a time like this, I'm, I'm down to, we, the world got hyped for the Ocho, you know, like, this is exactly what people need right now, and, I mean, yeah, it's, it might be unsafe, but I'm not the one making the decisions. And if they're if they're willing to put it on my TV screen, I will be watching it. Yeah, it'll probably be a, a huge boost for UFC. It'll probably draw in a lot of UFC fans if Dana White actually goes through with this. But like I said, I don't know if like whole CDC and health officials will like, give the okay for this. Well, not only does it bring in like UFC fans, it also brings in non-UFC fans who are just looking to watch something sports-related, and they're just just itching for sports. So, you know, credit to the UFC. That's a pretty out-of-the-box idea. I mean, any way they can, really, buying an island, that wouldn't have even crossed my mind, you know? Like, if, if no venue is around the world is going to host it, host them, you know, and they still want to go on with the show then I guess buying your island is the only yeah. way to do it. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so, hope everyone's having a happy holidays. You know, Passover and Easter are coming up. You know, enjoy your quarantine. So we'll get some more content. But for now, cue the music. Ready, set. So real quick, before we get into some more sports talk, we uh, we were talking about staying safe and, you know, what we're doing during quarantine, and a few weeks back, we spoke about, uh, you know, our favorite athletes, and Sloan had Jackie Robinson on his list, and I said I wanted to watch 42, so, you know, while staying home, uh, I followed through on that promise, and I must say, 
great movie. I was I really enjoyed that. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but I have. Oh my I god, that was awesome. Chadwick Boseman did that great. The Black Panther, you know, uh, great actor. Really cool to see him in another role. I had never seen him play anything else other than uh, T'Challa before, but uh, <laughs> you know, he great movie. If you haven't seen that, you got to go watch that. Like, you know, once you yeah. done listening to the podcast, of course. But I mean. It was a great story, uh, truly inspiring, you know. And not much else to say, really. But let's get back into it. Uh, the NFL announced their all-decade teams. So, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I I thought it was actually pretty accurate, except for one major thing. And Kyle Juszczyk was not happy about this. They did not include the fullbacks. What a disgrace. I, I can't believe they did that. I kind of can. Yeah. I, I can kind of believe it because there are teams in the league right now that don't even have fullbacks on the roster. Like, it's kind of a position, but like, is is it really, you know? Honestly, they should have just had it just for Kyle Juszczyk. He, he's just been such, like, a weapon for the, the Ravens. The Kyle, Kyle Juszczyk award, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you know, one of my favorite players, you know, well, back in the day, in 2015 was... Mike Tolbert, you guys remember him? Yeah, of course. Him and Cam. Him, Cam, and Jonathan Stewart in the backfield running triple option. That was fun to watch. You know, the big boy. They would always hand it to Tolbert out the, out the goal line. You would score and never him go nuts. That was always fun. Yeah, I mean, the the position is not where it used to be. But, you know? I, I and like like I said, some teams don't even have it. I know uh, I'm a big Giants fan. They're trying to get back to that and, you know, running the ball with behind the fullback. I think it's important. I think teams should utilize the fullback more than they do currently. But, I mean, I can understand why it wasn't on the all-decade team. But at the same time, like, like long snapper, like, they, they didn't get any, like, uh, positions on the team either. And that's a position itself. So, you know, you, you can really go on and on with that. Well, you said, like, right now there's a lot of NFL teams that don't have use fullbacks. Well, this is the past 10 years we're talking about. And I'm pretty sure at one point, all of those teams used fullbacks. So I'm vouching for use check. I'm vouching for the fullbacks. Put the fullbacks in the the, dec- the all-decades team at the NFL. I mean, I'm all for it, you know. I'm nothing against fullbacks, personally. But uh, I-, I can understand it, you know. Yeah, so some other headlines coming from the all-decade team. Some people feel that Breeze was snubbed from the all decade quarterbacks but what do you, i just want to know what you guys thought about that nah he deserves to be there he definitely deserves it who breeze uh, or rogers breeze breeze i also think breeze deserves it especially after he broke like the all-time passing yards he's just been and he's been huge for new orleans like everything he's done for that city it's been great i feel like he just just overall the past 10 years more made more of an impact than iron rogers I'm not upset that Aaron Rodgers in it because at one point Aaron Rodgers, he was like the Holmes before Mahomes for a couple of years. You know, he never won a Super Bowl. Well, he won one Super Bowl in the 2010s. But, you know, I'm not really upset that he's on it over Breeze. Uh, I mean, nah, I still think Breeze probably deserves, deserves it a little bit more. Just... I feel like he's had a bigger decade. You know, Rogers kind of fallen off in the past couple of years, and he's he's been hurt too. You know, injuries have sort of plagued him. You know, 
for the past yeah. for the, the last part of the decade. And Breeze has been there, you know, and he's been successful. Yeah, he doesn't have any rings to show for it for uh, this past decade, but he he's always he's been, been in the close. playoffs. He's been yeah. real close. Well, there was a couple years in, like, 2013 to, like, that 15 area where the Saints were, like, uh, like mediocre. Yeah, best, like a 7-9 like team, yeah. There was a couple years. and then. But you could say the same thing about the Packers, too. Well... That was when Roberts was hurt, kind of, so. It's I mean, a toss-up, really. Breeze was a P.I. call away from the Super Bowl and potentially winning the Super Bowl. So, oh, yeah, don't don't tell Saints fans that. They still get, they still get pissed. Oh, uh, yeah, well, now you have the Vikings to get mad at. Hopefully you got over that already. Sorry, sorry if there's any Saints fans watching this. But, listening. listen, Breeze is <laughs> the guy. He should have been in it. So wait, but if there's like four running backs and a flex who was a running back like Darren Sproles and like five receivers, then why couldn't they just have a third quarterback like so that they could have Breeze Rogers and Brady? I don't really know how it works and what the rules are for the All Decade team, but I'm sure it was it, it had to have been discussed, you know, beforehand. And another thing I want to mention is the exclusion of right tackles from this list. You know, they they had offensive tackle as a position, but left tackle and right tackle are two totally different positions. Like, I think I think they should have been listed as different positions on this because here you have four left tackles making the list. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, Not the biggest offensive tackle whiz, but I, I don't really know many right tackles. So I just knew all of the left tackles. So I feel that if all the left tackles are better than the right tackles, then put them all on all ta- all decades team and right tackles uh do something good this this decade. So one of the unanimous selections for this all decade team is Tom Brady, and he kind of came out with a controversial statement recently. So should we talk about that? Uh yeah. Um. So he said something along the words that. His legacy in New England didn't matter to him. Uh, I don't feel like I feel like that's just kind of like a like salt in the wound for Patriots fans. And I don't. I think you should you should as an NFL player. I think you should value your legacy. That's my opinion. What's your guys' take on it? I mean, he spent so much time in New England. Did so much there. I think it's sort of, you know, he'll look back on that statement when he's retired and he'll look back on his career and he will care and appreciate his legacy in New England. And I think the statement was just sort of more so him saying he's moved on and he's looking towards the future and he's not living in the past. I think that's what he was trying to say, but the way he said it and the way he went about saying it was totally wrong. I think the media kind of like twisted it to make it seem like he didn't care for New England at all, kind of. Like, that's kind of how it's been twisted. But I think it's more like, you know, he cares all about winning games and, like, being a team player and, like, a family man and stuff that, like, yeah, his legacy, you know, didn't really matter because there was other important things that he had to focus on other than building his resume. Yeah, so I guess that's it for football. Uh, let's transition over to the baseball world, who apparently they want to resume their season specifically in Arizona. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, I really don't see the CDC health officials thinking this is beneficial. 
There's still a lot of people going to be congregating in one area, meaning all the baseball teams. And I just don't see, like, everyone being on board for this. And if everyone's not on board for this, obviously since it's a pandemic, I don't think that there will be an okay. Right, but I guess from my understanding... From my Sorry, yeah, no, you're good. Uh, I kind of cut you <laughs> off there. But from my understanding, um, it's there's still no fans allowed. So like, it's just uh two teams, whoever else, you know, they're they're gonna limit how many outside like reporters and the media can come. So, uh, it won't be that many people congregating in one area. So I I feel like they might allow it, and it makes sense just in one uh in one area too like the weather's nice there you know it's not i don't think it's as bad in arizona as it is in places like new york um i think it could work well, i'm sure arizona's a dome team if they are I'm pretty, yeah i i second you on that yes yeah, so you don't really have to worry about the weather for baseball games there yeah yeah you're right uh that's true i forgot about that but uh no i still think it could work uh oh so would it work like before every game, like they would screen the players, you know, give them like a, a test and like make sure they don't have coronavirus? Well, the problem or- with the virus right now is that there aren't really enough tests. So I don't think they can use them every game on baseball players. Like maybe if they're showing symptoms, I guess it might be easier for them to get a test. Um, I don't know. It, it, well- I hope it works, but it's going to be tough to pull off. Also, so you have 32 baseball teams coming to Arizona, right? That's probably about a thousand people, I would say. Maybe more, maybe less. More because of staff and stuff. I mean, they're obviously going to do limited staff, but they still have to bring some, like, medical teams and stuff. Right. If you're having over a thousand people congregating in Arizona, chances are one person or more has that uh, disease, and then... What they're doing is just bringing it over to Arizona, so I don't see how this really like will make sense unless everyone, like someone said, gets tested every game. But I don't think they have the test for that, so that's why I just don't see this working. Yeah, I mean you make a good point, um, but I don't know. I hope you do. Are we even gonna have a baseball season? Like I know earlier today, the NHL commissioner was talking about they're potentially not finishing the NHL regular season. I mean, it's crazy, really. Okay. Well, couldn't they just do, like, like a random tournament or something? Like, just randomize the seating and then just be, like, you know, best team wins or whatever? Um, for- there were teams that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Like, well, I'm saying it would be, like, a 32-team tournament just with every team. So that makes the rest of the regular season, though, I guess, kind of pointless. Well, they wouldn't. Pl- I was proposing that they wouldn't play the regular season. Right, but I'm saying like the pre. Maybe instead of random seating, they would just have it. Uh, you know where you finish in the regular season up to this point. You know. They didn't start the regular season though. Oh, you're talking about baseball. What were you talking about? I was talking about hockey. Oh, I was talking about baseball. All right. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I guess for baseball they can run a tournament, and I guess that would be cool. Randomize the seeds, may the best team win. And we could definitely see something like that, but lifting a World Series trophy after only winning, uh, you know, not that many games because it's just a 32-team tournament. I don't know. Maybe it's best of seven, but um, uh, that doesn't feel like 
baseball to me. Baseball is a long season, and it really is best team wins in baseball. I don't, I don't know about that. And if you get an injury too, you know, to one player, you, there's no time to recover. You're done for the tournament. Right. I feel like baseball is a marathon, and if they do a tournament, it's like a sprint. And I feel like obviously there's teams that can win a sprint in the MLB. There's but obviously, like Kevin said, the best team comes out in the marathon in the long run in the marathon. So I don't I don't think that tournament will prob like probably won't work to be difficult to see, be difficult to find a venue. But we'll see. Yeah, it's a, that's a great way of putting it, you know, it's it is like a marathon, you know. Uh, I don't know if but that might be the only solution, you know. Uh, the season we're already into April now and the the season's not starting till I would say at least June, maybe late May. So maybe we're looking at a shortened regular season and maybe it runs through. But baseball running through December doesn't exactly work either because you have places like New York and Chicago and Boston that get freezing at that time of year. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Bring them to Arizona. Bring them to Arizona. So during this quarantine, I'm sure... We're playing a lot of video games and stuff, and apparently, so are the NBA players. And ESPN even took advantage of this and started a Players Only 2K tournament. So, did you guys watch this? If so, what do you think? I watched some of it. Uh, it it didn't really hold me. Like I don't know. I I wish there was more banter between the players and more trash talk. I said the same exact thing to my dad. It it would have made it that much more entertaining. Uh, I didn't like Ronnie 2K so much, you know. I thought he played too big of a role, you know. I didn't love in the, every commercial. They would just, like, cut to, like, Larry Nance Jr. doing his lunges. Like, I, I didn't like that. I would rather just stay with the players the whole time, you know. Like, they would have a conversation or something, you know. I, I wanted to feel more connected to them. Yeah. yeah definitely less of Larry Nance's lunges or 2K. That, that's what I want. Less of Larry Nance's lunches. I guess yep. there's no better way to put that. But uh, I, w- I would have to agree. Um, I don't know. It wasn't great. It wasn't like I was watching them playing basketball, certainly. But it's something. And I guess that's all I'm really looking for now is something, you know? I mean, What f- I thought was really funny was... So I think how it works is you get to pick eight teams to possibly choose for. And you could only use each team once. And I thought it was really funny in the Devin Booker game. Uh, I don't know if you... I think it was Michael Porter Jr. It was, yes. He's asking him. He's like, oh, you know, you didn't pick the Suns? And Devin Booker Jr. just started... Not Devin Booker Jr., just Devin Booker. Started (laughs) laughing. It was like, nah. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Patrick Beverly's trash talk. Always love to hear some good P-Bev's trash talk. Oh, of course. (laughs) I, I wish there was more of that, though. Like, the, the I was watching the Kevin Durant game, and he just sat there in silence, you know? I wish I wish he spoke No, more. there wasn't silence. Kevin Durant was angry. <laughs> yeah, there were many shots at 2K. I think this just brought 2K3 down. Yeah. yeah, honestly. No, like, he, was, he was mad, but he, they were trashing 2K more than they were trashing each other, which I would like yeah. to see more of that. They were like... Uh, I think it was like I think it was a Kevin Durant game. He would like threw uh he threw like a half court pass or something, 
and like the guy just went up and lost the defense and Derek Jones Jr. is just like how that's not even possible <laughs> yeah I mean uh I, if I'm being perfectly honest 2k20 was not a great game this year so I don't blame them for raging I do the same thing don't get me wrong but uh you know I, I I'm looking forward to it to watching as the tournament moves further on just see wins because like I said it's something and I mean, look, the the world got hooked on a, a show about a cracked out of his mind zookeeper plotting a murder, you know. So, <laughs> we're all, all we're looking for is anything. So, ladies and gentlemen, twenty twenty. Yeah, do we have some predictions for who's gonna win this NBA two K tournament? Um, I like Trey. I could definitely see Trey just being a god at two K. I could get behind that. I feel like he definitely is, you know, and he's definitely younger too. So he's more part of that, you know, playing the the two K. I feel like almost more often, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know what else would be kind of a cool idea for the NBA? Well, I know they're working on like a horse tournament, but would it, wouldn't it be cool if they could figure out like like a my league, like every player would represent like their team, and like they would play their games every day against each other. Like LeBron would be the Lakers or something, and then like Kawhi would be the Clippers. Like, each team chooses a representative, and they would, like, play every game. I would totally be down for that. That's not something you can air on TV. I feel like that's more of, like, that would be, like, a YouTube or, like, a Twitch-based thing. That's true. But I could totally get behind that. And, I don't know, the only thing I maybe don't like too much about that is what if, I I feel like, trades and stuff, like... That would be cool, I kind of feel like. Like, just, for example, what if, like, KD goes out and trades Kyrie or whatever. I don't, if I'm Kyrie, I'm sitting there and I'm like, mm, is there something more to it, you know? But, uh, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's just, it's just for fun anyways, so I, could, I, I would like that. But you did mention the horse tournament, and, uh... I, I I'm 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 all for that, you know, like that's that's like a cooler dunk contest sort of thing and they should maybe implement that into All Star Weekend. They haven't announced who's gonna be a part of that yet, right? Uh I don't that's, believe so. So I'm I'm choosing five people who I think should be on it. I, I want Steph, LeBron, K D, Kyrie, and Trey Young on that. I think that's a great five to do that. I, I think I would agree. I, I, I think I want Lonzo, Lalo, LeVar, LiAngelo, and uh, no, Steph Curry. Oh. Steph Curry. We'll get you don't want the fourth ball, ball, brother? <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, I just want some guys who will make this thing entertaining. Uh, like Gavin said, we're watching some tiger guys on drugs and trying to murder Carol Baskin. I don't know if Lamar can be any worse than that. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it all. You know, we got a lot of interesting things ahead of us. I'm, I'm, I want to see how this all plays out, and hopefully it ends sooner rather than later. But, uh, yeah, I guess thank you guys for listening. Uh, shares, follow the podcast, download, you know. Uh, you, you guys get the grill, you know. You, you guys are good. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, follow Angry Knicks fans. The usual the usual. See you guys. So with that being said, goodbye, Sifu. You know, we appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks, Thanks for having, having me. Hopefully I come back. You know, get some more I don't do this for everyone, but would you like to do the honors? No way. Uh, Sifu.
this is a you thing. This is your special thing. I listen to the podcast every week, and I want to hear you one one time again. He's giving you a shot. This is uh, your this is your time sure? to shine. This is Sloan's specialty. This is what I want. He wants you to do it. He wants you to do it. You have my blessings. You You have his blessing. Come on. Come on. Do it for the fans of the fans. Okay. Okay, okay. Sloan, thank you for this. You got this. You got this. Cue that music.